Do you want a pizza? Do you want to be right? Do you want love? Do you want to fight? Do you want to celebrate? Or would you rather have an altercation? Do you want to build? Or do you want to tear down? And now, hope. Wit and wisdom on race, class, and community survival. Brought to you by Talking Across the Lines the Mountain of Hope Organization in Mount Hope, West Virginia, and by the West Virginia Humanities Council. Based on Coalfield memories, the ones that tear you up and the ones that feed your soul. Willie Ben Pritchett, a frequent visitor here on the corner of race and class, told us he was raised up on the poor side of Mount Hope, West Virginia, in the heart of the New River Coalfields. His mother, with an eighth-grade education in a segregated black one-room school, cleaned houses for white people. His father, with a fifth-grade education, was a coal miner. Both parents were products of a separate but equal school system, which was far more separate than it was equal. They had little idea of how to guide their son in pursuing higher education, following his very successful career at Mount Hope High School. We had several people with 4.0 GPAs and couldn't get our foot in school anymore. They were back. They were they graduated straight 4.0 GPAs and couldn't get in school nowhere. He just finished high school, an athlete, a star, and he prayed for a job, Lord, wherever you are. A place where a black man could make him a start. He could spell, he could cipher, he knew he was smart. In the mid-1960s, with the coal industry in decline and coal miners losing their jobs, Willie Ben, along with his fellow black students, had few prospects for remaining in West Virginia. Their 1964 graduation ceremony, with tasseled caps tossed high in the air, wound up just in time for them to crowd onto the last eastbound train out of town. I had an uncle that lived in Washington, D.C., and um, I threw that cap up in there at graduation. Before it hit the ground, I was on that train. train was so crowded, we had to stand up on the caboose on the outside all the way to D.C. from here. If we had to fall off, we're going to crowd on this train, you know. <laughs> it was just like when you look on TV, man, you see them trains in India and somewhere, you know, with people hanging all over the top of the train. That's the way we were, getting out of here. Willie Ben Pritchett, he cut himself loose, so he's pressed against bodies hanging off a caboose. His dad was a miner, his mother a maid, so he's headed out for to find him a trade. Well, you didn't want to spend another day here. You want to get out. was at the train station to pick me up and I went and stayed with them for a while. They were living in southeast Washington, D.C. 
Also on the train were many newly graduated young black women who had not found their way into higher education, but qualified for an employment opportunity with the federal government. The Department of Agriculture in Washington, D.C. had a program where they would get these girls from these schools. They brought them up to D.C., had them a job when they got there, had them an apartment, and they went to work with the Department of Agriculture. All the women went to the Department of Agriculture. The government had that fund for them, you know, because you weren't going to school. And all the black men were getting drafted, went into the military. Most of them resolutely faced the draft and service in Vietnam. But even that door was closed to Willie Ben. When I graduated, I wasn't quite 18, so I couldn't get drafted then, you know. So when I got 18, you had to go and get your draft card. I wanted to go to the military so bad because all my friends were going, got drafted, and were going to the military. And I wanted to go, and they wouldn't let me go. They classified me as a 4F. I got a hole in my heart and flat feet. I tried every branch of the military, trying to get in. They wouldn't let me in. They wouldn't even let me ring the bell for the Salvation Army. I was so mad, you know. They wouldn't let me ring the bell, you know. <laughs> they told me the only way that I could get in the military is that a foreign country had to be fighting on American soil. That's the only way I could get into the military, and I cried like a baby. Everybody was going to Vietnam. I wanted to go too. Maybe it was a good thing I didn't. You know, I don't know, you know. didn't make it back. A lot of people made it back and not in good shape, you know. But I wanted to go because all the rest of my friends were going and it sounded like the right thing to do, you know, go to fight for your country, you know. And as a young black male, you didn't have a choice. I mean, you couldn't further the education because there was no opportunity. didn't own no home. They didn't own nothing, you know, that they could put up, you know, collateral for me to go to school. But they barely able to put food on your plate, you know. So uh, there was uh, not a lot of resources for black people at the time. You didn't even know people with knowledge to show you even how to apply to a college. I mean, I'm from here in Mount Hope. I hadn't been no further than Beckley in all my life. So that's the furthest I'd ever been. That's 13 miles away, you know, and I didn't even know where West Virginia State University was. I knew where Tech was because we played football at Montgomery down there. I knew Tech was right down the hill from it. But that's the only college I even thought about knowing where it was. I know I didn't know how to apply for one. And you had no counseling from the school, you know, from the teachers or anything. They weren't going to stick their neck out for you or even give you the information that you needed. And I don't think it was deliberate. We didn't know the ask for. Sometimes you got to know what to ask for. We didn't know what to ask for. I didn't. And the most of the black people came out of my class that went on to school. And their parents, before them, they went to school, or their sisters or brothers, some before they went to school, so they knew the, the process. Most of us, we had no idea what the process was. 
and no idea that you can even think about going to college. You know, we thought, uh, I thought at least, you know, that good grades and everything, you know, would, would get you into a college. It didn't work that way for black people. People that 4.0 GPAs, valedictorians of that class, didn't get nowhere. Now, as far as formal education, then a couple of periods in my life, I was homeless, you know, so I lived on the street. But I refused to come back home. I'm going to make it. I'm going to stay up here and make it. You know, some kind of way I'm going to make it. So I did. And I, and I eventually did okay. You know the sun going to shine In my back door someday To me, it's a thing of giving back. You know what I mean? Somebody helped me. So whatever I have, I'm willing to share. When I first went to D.C., after I got my first apartment, I was sent back down here for people, I was sending them a train ticket, to come up and live with me, pay no rent, and then they would stay with me for six months, get themselves together, get them a job. After they had a job for six months, they save their money, then they get out and I send for somebody else. And that's what I did. I did it with three people like that. You know, because it was just like somebody had did something for me. So now I got to reach back and try to help somebody. I'm just from here in Mount Hope, you know. When they say it takes a village to raise a child, it took this whole town to raise me and to keep me out of trouble. And I knew then I wasn't going to disappoint nobody. But the whole town raised me, black and white. Do you want peace? Peace, peace. Do you want love? Love, love. Do you want joy? Joy, joy, joy to shower you from above? You've been listening to highlights from the life story of Willie Ben Pritchett, Mount Hope High School class of 1964 and now active with the Mountain of Hope organization in Mount Hope, West Virginia. This program was recorded, written, and produced by Talking Across the Lines, LLC, with support from the Mountain of Hope organization and the West Virginia Humanities Council. Executive producers are Reverend Charles McKinney and Jack Spadaro. Our Hope theme song, Do You Want Peace?, was composed and sung by Laura Sandage and Friends on her Bloom CD. The song, Trained from Mount Hope, was written and performed by Carrie Klein. Additional music was performed by Nat Reese on Augusta Heritage Recordings, courtesy of the Augusta Heritage Center at Davis and Elkins College. This project is presented with financial assistance from the West Virginia Humanities Council, a state affiliate of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Any views, findings, conclusions, or recommendations do not necessarily represent those of the West Virginia Humanities Council or the National Endowment for the Humanities. For Hope, I'm Carrie Klein. Mm -hmm.